Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Yes, sir. And right now it's my mind and my mind only that's going fishing. I fully expected last October to be on the water by the end of April. Mm-hmm. We're not. It's not Russ Francisco's fault. But uh, good morning, Russ. How are you? A little bummed. I'd like to be out on the water a bit. It, uh, it was a surprise, especially when we had that little bit of warm weather early. <laughs> I thought, oh, here we go. Yep. Not so much. Yep. Uh, as, uh, the only thing I did was go out and check the batteries, and everything was okie dokie. That's it. Oh, yeah. And then it got too cold. I ran back in the house. But if you're Lake Spirit fisherman, you've been getting out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know the exact rules and regulations they have. Uh, people better check that before they start keeping fish. Yeah, it's pretty pretty much, uh, uh, you know, Great Lakes, pretty much everything's open except you have to pay attention to sizes and species, but uh, there's no walleye yet or anything, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think people that uh, do fish for walleyes on purpose during the season are uh, amazed at the walleyes that can be caught out of Lake Superior in the shallows. Yeah, I think so. It's uh, it, it, well, it depends on, on the time, of course, and, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing uh, down on the South Shore how good that fishery yeah. is. Uh, and then, of course, on the North Shore, uh, when the water warms up, we can even uh, snag a few out of there. But, but it, uh, uh, it's mostly a South Shore fishery on that sand and things like that. So it's, it's been, but it's been good for us, and it's, uh, it's kept people busy. The river is, is uh, opened up now, so we'll be have fishing on that for the opener for sure. So it, uh, it's coming along. Everything seems to be coming right along, so it's good. Uh, tell me about the, the current up at your end of um, St. Louis River. Still pretty, pretty bad? Yeah, not like it was, of course. Yeah. It's quite so bad, but but still much more than it normally is, and and uh, um, and that's okay. You know, that's uh, it'll come down to where it belongs, and uh, it's it's leveling off. Water's high, but uh, uh, it'll it'll uh, it'll keep uh, it'll keep going back to normal here. With you know, with the late a little bit later opener, uh, we should be just fine. You know, we'll have water. At uh, it could be dirty, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll be okay. We'll be fine. Yeah, the DNRs from both states are encouraging, begging people, don't go out in the ice to test it. It's bad. Or oh, it's, so yeah. good, it's so good you get cocky, and then boom, there's a soft spot. There's a, yeah, it's just it's time to quit that. It's, I forgot all about that. There's a lot of ice up north. Oh. Uh, in fact, uh, it's actually probably pretty good ice in a lot of those lakes, but it's still, you never know uh, when you're walking along where that bad spot is, you mm-hmm. know. So it's, it's just a good time not to be out there. Well, our 55-pound black lab with a white face, I was running around on Secret Lake the other day, and she came back dry. No, not even yep. wet feet. Yeah, it's ice. It's <laughs> better than it would should be this time of year, but you just never know. Yeah, never uh, know. There's there's a few people venturing out and playing, but they go to the same place every day, and they they know where they're going. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I guess I, I you know, how do you tell people not? You can't make them not go. But if you don't know what you're doing, especially don't go, because uh, it's just it's tough on everybody. It's tough on your family. You know, tough on the people have to rescue you if you go through. But Ooh. and uh, we're only we're only a week, ten days away from having really good spring fishing anyway. So you know, just be patient, and it'll, it'll warm up next week, and it won't take long for it to go. Patience is not in my vocabulary. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, but you know, like I say, out of a big lake, uh, some days uh, there's I can see right right out the front door of the store, I can see twenty, thirty boats. Uh, people tell me if you walk down and look up both sides, you can save fifty, sixty boats. So wow. there's a there's a lot of boats out fishing. 
and they're coming from all over the state because there's nothing to do right now, and so they're they're starting to move along. And of course, normally the Mississippi River is real busy this time of year. Mm. Water's high there. You know, it's it's sort of funny you hear about all the flooding out of Aiken and things like that. But I have a friend that lives down the other side of Kansas City, yeah. and he said that water hasn't gotten here yet. You know, and he said, "We're everybody's bracing for the flood. I mean, the water hasn't gotten here yet. So, you know, the Twin Cities is high, and as that water comes down from up north here, uh, they'll start to flood out down there. I was in uh, New Orleans fishing once, and, and uh, uh, out of Venice, Louisiana, and the the guy I was with says, he says, come here, I want to give you a taste of home. And we, we ran across for about five miles, and the water, the air temperature is like 70, 72, and when we went into this one spot, it was down to like 42. Oh. And I said, what in the world is this all about he says i just wanted to give you a taste of your home state he said the cold water from minnesota is here and that water doesn't warm up until it i mean it probably could eventually but that time of year in april yeah. that water was coming from up north and it was cold coming into the lake and the temperature actually dropped in that spot really and then we came up the other side out of the delta came up on the other side of it about a half a mile away yeah. went back up again huh. oh well, <laughs> fish for walleyes in the cold water there yeah, a lot of redfish. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, okay. I uh, got a question uh, from a listener. Oh, yeah. nuts. Hang on one second. Got to blink a little bit. I think I got this, Dave. I'll have to think I can remember it, though. Uh, he wanted you to talk about the new, are there new Lake Master chips for the Humminbird Depth Finders? So Lake Master upgraded their chips this year, and uh, uh, two things to remember: if you have an older Lake Master, or an older Humminbird, like uh, previous to Gen Three, it it won't work, and so it's got to be a Gen Three or better. Uh, and and like the older map, it has Lake of the Woods and everything on it, but it also has a lot of extra features uh, for shading. Uh, it has some extra uh, lake depth on it and stuff like that. It's a little more expensive. They put the smart the smart uh, uh, chip information on it so recommendations of where fish could be that yeah. they've accumulated from people so uh so that chip is a, just a beefed up chip uh, would i buy a new one if i if i had one that worked it was an old one i don't know if i would i don't know if you get that much out of it especially if you fish you know around here and, and you're familiar with it you got all your waypoints in uh but if you're you know mm. if you want some extra stuff or maybe you're going to an area you haven't fished anymore or you haven't ever fished or or you have a new machine then of course you buy this chip and it's so it's about 150 bucks retail you see them on sale for 100 Twenty nine dollars. So, so it's about it's about thirty dollars more than the old one, but but it's uh, uh, it has a lot of extra stuff on it. As we said on the range, that's a lot of raha. Yeah, but you know, I tell you, if if you have a, a Humbird machine and uh, or any machine for that matter, it doesn't have mapping in it, yeah. uh, but it has GPS. Uh, and people say, well, I really don't need the mapping. Once they have it, they go, I don't know how I got along without it. You know, <laughs> it's really handy. Well, I remember when we had the uh, flashers, we thought that was the cat's meow until we got the digital stuff. Uh, We're we're pretty lucky to be in the situations we're in right now for placing ourselves on the lake safely. Well, you know, and, and I always tell people, you know, you see these five-inch Humminbird or Lorance screens, and they're 300 bucks, and everybody says, boy, it's not too bad a price. I said, what do you mean not too bad? I paid $300, $350 for a flasher 40 years ago, right? And all it did is give me a light at the surface and the bottom and a board yeah. wherever the fish were. I mean, this is so much more. But if you're old like me, you know, you look at this thing, and, boy, this stuff's a bargain, you know. <laughs> but it's still a lot of money. Oh, man. Some good deals at Marine General? 
Well, you know, we're moving right along on uh, rain gear. We got plenty of rain gear everywhere from thirty-nine bucks to, to four hundred bucks a set, and it's all twenty percent off. Uh, Freddie's got all the, the mud boots and stuff like that. You can buy mud boots for fourteen ninety-nine. Uh, we've got rods and reels upstairs. Galore Shrekey had a pile of rods he bought on a closeout, uh, and a lot of this stuff like, we call it closeouts, but it's current stuff, and they're just they have too much of it, so they make us deals and we pass it on. So you can save anywhere twenty to forty percent on rods right now. Mm. Uh, lots of real specials. Uh, we've got. Uh, $50 rails. I think he's got them for $29. Uh, I made a bunch of buys on electronics, so you can save. Uh, uh, we still got a few of those uh, Lorance units that are $3,500, a 12-inch screen. You can buy for $2,000. But we've, we've got some other stuff in, some Humbird units for $500. Uh, and I just keep buying the specials. There, there is a, uh, I wouldn't call it a glut of inventory, but there's plenty of inventory now, and a lot of stuff came in uh, that was actually, you know, a year, 18 months old uh, at the factories, and they need to move it through. Uh, and so they're making us deals, and we just passed the deal on so keep keep you posted as we find the stuff he's the legend he is all you're a hall of famer russell yeah pretty amazing i keep people keep saying that it's hard for me to wrap my head around it but it's it's, it's sort of cool especially when you look at it and say when was the last time you caught a fish <laughs> well i fish more than, you know i get a bad rap on that one i fish more than people think <laughs> okay. i just don't go for a week at a time i go for three hours and four hours and things like that but and, and my grandson and i go you know but but i just don't have time to go to canada for a week or anything like that so we go a day here day there but i get out more than people think okay i'll give it to you then okay thank, <laughs> thank you very much uh i was planning making some wonderful plans to go to the governor's fishing opener this year oh yeah. haven't been for years because right. of covid and surgeries mm-hmm. and, and things <clears throat> can't go oh that's too bad. Stuff has come up. Okay. Uh, we uh, And the opener's gone down, actually. It's pretty far south. Uh, here, yeah, it's it? about <laughs> the last natural lake in ah, southern Minnesota. There you go. It's called Madison Lake. It's uh, near Mankato, a little bit north. Right. In fact, it's uh, straight south of, I think, yeah. uh, Bloomington. And uh, I fished on it when I was going to college really? down there, yeah. yeah. At least the ice should be off down there, you'd figure. Oh, it's off now. Oh, okay, good. Uh, in fact, I'll give you a quick story because I've got some time here. Um, my wife's dad says, I don't want this canoe. You mm. want it? Sure. <laughs> I threw it on our Chevy, no, it was a Ford Fairlane 500, uh-huh. uh, and uh, took it down to our place that we lived. Kept it in the backyard for a long time, and then I said, you know what? I'm going fishing. Mm-hmm. I was young enough to get that 83-pound canoe on the top of the car, got it to the lake, pulled it off, put it in the water, and then realized I didn't have a paddle. (laughs) I know the story. I know the story. So I used, naturally, I used my goalie stick. Oh, very good. Good I'm out there. I'm fishing around, fishing around. Not everybody has a goalie stick in the car. They don't? I don't think so. (laughs) Well, I caught fish. Okay. And uh, that's the last time I was on that lake, (laughs) and uh, it's... uh, not anything like the lakes we have up here. First of all, you can see two inches down. Uh-huh. We can see two feet down. <laughs> it's warmer. It's filled with all kinds of, yeah. I don't know, farm chemicals and stuff. Ooh. But the cool thing about it, it's got a wonderful bar restaurant on the lake. Okay. It's called uh-huh. Madison Lake. And I'm going to miss it this year. And I had <laughs> made some great plans with some good people right. to be there, but... Wait till next year. All right. All right, got to take a break. Nine twenty-seven already. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Let's have fun with Pat Kukul. Good morning. Hey, good morning. 
Lawrence. What you doing? Well, we're just here on the radio talking with folks here and there about this and that. Uh, for instance, <laughs> Superior Shooter Supply and, uh, you know. Well, that's, 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 a, that's a wonderful thing. That sounds like a full-time job. It, it <laughs> is, but it's probably the funnest job anybody could ever have. <laughs> well, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, and I get so, to talk with various people. And various things, but you, we get to talk about ammunition, uh, shooting supplies at Superior Shooter Supply. We do, and we're so happy that things are finally coming together after the long haul. The weather may be improving, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so the trap shooters won't be battling 50-mile-an-hour winds, and <laughs> hopefully not. The turkey hunters are doing pretty well, though. I'll say that. Well, more uh, the merrier for that. Yeah, the true. No, oh, come on now. Not a fan <laughs> of turkeys. I think they're disgusting. No, they're beautiful creatures. They're very interesting. Give them a chance. You learn to love them. Okay. <laughs> I'll invite them over for dinner. <laughs> they really are. I've been having a real nice success stories in spite of everything, you know. And we don't have to go on and on about the weather, but that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. And. Uh, and they're responding to calls very well. They're very active right now, of course. So, uh, in the turkey hunting world, you're doing, you're, you're trying to do the opposite of, you know, you're calling them in, but your competition are the real hens. So, that's a, the wonderful thing about spring turkey hunting. That's one of the things that makes it so intriguing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so that's, you know, that's all good. Uh, we won't talk about fishing. But no. <laughs> no. No, but the uh, trap shooting, the shell availability is getting much better, and that's good, too. And we're always glad to have these new shooters come in, and we're here to help them pick out new trap guns or pick out turkey guns. Um, I got a, It just came to me here now. If we buy really cheap shells when we're shooting clay pigeons <clears throat> or balloons or whatever, and then we go out and we buy good stuff when we're hunting grouse, turkeys, and stuff— is our is our armament at peril here for I don't know how to shoot that that shell? No, see, for instance, turkey. You know, it's a whole different game. Okay, it's a different. Uh, let's just I'll pick turkey hunting. You're going to shoot with an extra fold choke. You're shooting fours, fives, or sixes. Although yeah. the newer stuff now, they have a mixture of a little different. Uh, it's it's and plus trap shooting, you're shooting at a raising target. Yeah. You know, which isn't not at all the same thing. Yeah. Instead of hopefully a stationary thing, it's not a you're not a risk. It's every every it's a different style entirely. Just as trap shooting is a different style from sporting clays, a uh, different style. So, ah. yeah, you know, it's always good to to, to practice, and that's why trap shooting right before fall. You'll see a lot of guys. Well, for one thing, if you don't shoot it all during the summer, it's good to bring those guns out, make sure they're working. Mm-hmm. But it's not only totally different. Ammunition, totally different style. Told me that so, not at all the same thing. No, it's not. It's not. No, not at all. But oh, you can't blame the ammunition if you're missing the targets. <laughs> We're not going to blame anybody for missing. Right. You got some. You, I'll give you another chance. We get an extra minute here if you want to throw in some real good deals. Well, I think I mentioned it last time I talked to you. We finally got that uh, the new safes coming in. Hopefully, late this spring to fill in that much-needed niche 
of locking up your guns, locking up your firearms, and you don't feel like spending a thousand dollars, nor do you have the room to do it. So hopefully, those type of those safes from Browning they'll be in uh, probably hopefully later this this spring. And I just can't say enough about how glad we are to finally have some trap shelf mm-hmm. stock, you know, for people to buy. They can buy them by the case, or they can buy them by the box, and. That we also have claybirds, and by the way, we haven't had those for a long time. Claybirds, yeah, claybirds, like no. you shoot a trap. Really? Yeah, we haven't had them for a while, and so if you've got that at the cabin set up with the, uh, yeah. you know, the hand thrower, yeah. or the, when they step on, we have the claybirds again. Finally, so a lot of people like to do that too. Good, Pat Kukul, mm-hmm. Superior Shooter Supply. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you later. Yeah. Got a couple of notes here that my wife passed on to me. She is an official <clears throat> with the Minnesota DNR and the National Weather Service. Hmm. She checks her rain gauge nice. and her water depth and then sends it in. All right. The Weather Service is recruiting additional volunteers to um, watch precipitation, mm-hmm. uh, rainfall, uh, river level, lake level, especially up at the Rainy River Basin. Remember how bad that was last year? Whew, International Falls was flooded. Uh, but also the Kuishwe River chain. So if you've got friends up there, maybe a cabin, uh, you want to help the DNR keep an eye on the water levels, uh, go to their website and, and tap in the proper words. And I don't know what the words are, but yeah. you're sharp enough to figure that out. And also, uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin DNRs are <clears throat> really asking people to report die-offs. They need to know where these happened, what lake, and if you can, find out exactly what happened. A lot of lakes are losing their, their ice now and uh, showing a lot of dead fish. Uh-oh. And uh, they like to know why that's happening. All right. Break time. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. According to a new report from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, more than 13,000 volunteers helped the agency do everything from monitoring rainfall levels to clearing trails last year. I'll share more details on how you can get involved as a DNR volunteer when we return. But first... It's time to get outdoors with help from Fleet Farm. Check out top brands in grass seed, fertilizer, and mulch. And get your yard ready with lawnmowers and string trimmers. Plus, don't miss out. Pick up superior weed and feed for just $15.99. And don't forget your garden. Stop into the garden center today to pick up your favorite plants. Find everything you need for your backyard and patio at Fleet Farm during the Get Outdoors event. Going on now. Welcome back. According to the DNR's 2022 Annual Volunteer Report, the estimated volunteer services for the agency last year totaled $6.3 million. Volunteer citizens helped the agency with a wide variety of activities, including teaching firearm safety, improving wildlife habitat, hosting a state park or forest campground, planting trees, tagging fish, and monitoring rainfall levels. The DNR established a department-wide volunteer program in 1988. Over the past 35 years, Minnesotans have contributed more than 12.7 million hours of volunteer service to help manage our state's natural resources. The value of that service? It's estimated at more than $244 million. To become a volunteer or for more information, visit the volunteer page of the DNR website. Just go to mndnr.gov and search Spring 2023 Volunteering. 
I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at OutdoorNews.com. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Back on the Frenzy. Pretty nice day. A little sprinkles. Not freezing. It's not snowing. So there. Johnny Charlstrom joins us from up on Rice Lake Road. Good morning, John. Good morning. Well, uh, not a lot has changed from last week. We still have ice on the lakes, and people are falling in left and right. Don't go on the ice. Yeah, don't go on the ice. Let the ice go away. Yes, good riddance. I did, um, I don't know if you keep an eye on lake levels up your way, but I looked at uh, Island Lake a couple of days ago, and I thought, hmm, it's coming up pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard the Cloquet River is really putting a lot into the lake yet, and that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I hear it's coming up uh, quite a few inches every day. So I tried to get a hold of... uh, my favorite water person, and that is uh, Nora Rosemore with Minnesota Power. She's their, yep. their what is she called, uh, waterologist. And she said... Hydrologist. Hydrologist, thank you. And, and she said, hey, everything's fine. We're about three feet below normal up there at, at Island Lake, and she's pretty happy with it. On the other hand, there yeah. are people that live on the lake that say it's coming up too fast, so it's always something. Yeah. Yeah, with as much snow as there there is out in the woods that are that's still feeding, uh, we'll, we're we're going to hit our our high water marks just fine. Yeah, I think so. We usually do. Uh, one of the things that we have going for us in the melt this year is the ground is not really that frozen, so what melts could ooze right straight down into the soil. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have a big frost layer this year. All the, all that early snow just kept everything insulated, and uh, yeah, that, you could watch out a lot of that snow going down without even puddling up. It's just melting and going right into the right into the dirt. Right into the dirt. I was surprised when I was watching that in my yard. None of the snow is draining into the driveway, and I thought, well, look at that. I guess Nora was right. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, as much as we wanted it to go to 70 and stay there, mm-hmm. it's probably a good thing it didn't. Uh, this this kind of a slow, gradual melt we had over the last few weeks has probably uh, kept us from flooding out too much. Yeah. Do you have a sump pump in your building? Yes, and it uh, it it barely gets a break. It's a, mm. a sump pump just, just keeps on kicking in and kicking in, and yeah, we're... If we didn't have a sub pump, we'd be we'd be floating. Dave, how about you? Your house in Superior? You, oh yeah, it's something pretty good. It's something well, yes. I felt it's finally backed off a little bit this week, but wow, I feel guilty. Um, my sump pump is dry as a bone. <laughs> huh. That's either good news or bad news. How's the basement doing? Fine. Oh okay. And uh, no mold or anything. And I had to pour some water in there to make sure that the pump itself would would work, and it it did. Johnny, I apologize for being okay. <laughs> That's all right. Huh. Yeah. I'll be darned. In fact, the last time I remember it really pumping was that uh, June 2012 epic. Oh, yeah. That was Yeah, something. that was a good one. Yeah. 
I got a minute here. I'm going to brag a little bit. Uh, we lost electricity. So the sump wasn't pumping, and we had no pump to get it out of the basement, and it was really coming in. I used a battery from the garage from one of the boats and a, uh, a bilge pump from the boat. You you hooked up your bilge pump to your basement. That's that's some ingenuity right there. That, yeah. You know, that's that's a... That's using the tools at hand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, uh, of course, a long hose. Put it outside, and it worked. Well, after the carpet was ruined anyway. (laughs) At least we kept the water from getting up into the TV set. All right, um, any chance that, uh, well, let me put it this way. I had a question. A guy was wondering if the minnows, leeches, crawler situation is going to be okay in a month. Well, that's... The, the crystal ball is still a little bit foggy. Okay. Uh, and from, from everything I'm hearing so far, it's not looking, it's not looking really good for the, the early mental situation. Uh, I just seen, uh, seen some reports on the news that from some of the, from Burbank, uh, our, our wholesaler, they're, they're really having a tough time coming up with uh, any bait so far. So so he's up by Alexandria? Yeah. Alexandria area? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. They they brought us up a small load this week, so we, we do have some night crawlers. We've got some cruppies and chubs on hand. But uh, looking at an opener in a couple of weeks, um, we'll see. I mean, I know there's still ice going off, and as the ice goes off, the trapper's have more lakes to go and test out yeah. and they'll they're gonna find some bait but uh some years bait's really plentiful and some years they really have to uh get out there and hunt them down and it's gonna be a difficult year but minnesota's landing of ten thousand lakes and if we uh if we get traps out in all of them we should be able to come up with something anybody trap minnows around here locally um, uh, Jim, Jim Cuton. Oh yeah. He, he's still, he's still around. He's still getting some traps out and, uh, and I'm sure I'll probably be getting some rainbows from him when he gets something available. But, uh, yeah, I was just talking with another bait guy this morning and looking at the possibility of going in and investing in some more traps myself because I haven't trapped a minnow in about 20 years, and it's like, i really like to have that uh, in my arsenal right now. I'd like to trap leeches. Uh, they're, they're kind of few and far between at times. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, your right. hour, hey, we've got to uh, scoot here. I, I went too long. Dave's given me the, <laughs> the high sign. Okay. Uh, your hours for archery? Archery. Bay Shop opens up every morning at 6. Archery opens at 9. We're closing both down at 8 o'clock, 7 on Sundays. He's Johnny Charlstrom. He's getting married. Give him the best because, Johnny, you deserve it. Thank you very much. All right. See you later. We'll be right back. Take good care of her. Can't remember the artist, though. I uh, know. Am I? 
Oh, no wonder I couldn't remember the artist. It's, it's the wrong song. It's fool number one. <laughs> Brenda Lee does the singing. Whatever happened to her? She's still working? I, I'm not sure. Couldn't tell you. She was here at the home show or really? boat show years ago. Cool. Tiny little lady. Yeah. My wife stood next to her, and they were... My wife was very proud to be taller than somebody. Ah, very good. Dave, Dave Miller, good morning. Oh, good morning, Rick, and good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody. And i got to find a room that doesn't echo quite so bad here. I'm at a meeting, but I stepped oh. out. Ooh. What's the, me- what's the meeting about? Oh, it's the Superior Business Improvement District. Oh. Yeah, it's just a promotion uh, committee, you know, where we put together different things for the the businesses in superior that are part of the uh of the 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 plan i guess yep. down here and it's they've been really good for us and trying to get back by volunteering some time very good well uh we are getting ready to go outside um it's probably going to rain for a few days though um i just i don't know what to say i'm sorry for the weather that's all i can say you know, don't be sorry for it. It's like, well, first of all, you can come to Northwest Ola and get all the rain gear and rubber boots that you need. <laughs> but, I have and I do. But besides that, you know, I was out yesterday and, and we need the rain. We need, even though there's a lot of snow that's melted, it's like, let's get things greening up because if we don't, we're going to start seeing fires going. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I'm just a big fan of seeing things green up and, you know, I, yesterday I was out in Iron River at the, the, the cabin, and it's on the Pike Lake chain, and there's uh, there's probably about six feet of open water along the shoreline on that lake right mm. now. So it's it's going to be a little while, but seeing potholes open up and stuff. And, and then, of course, being out there was out blowing leaves and dealing with stuff and, and getting to thinking about wood ticks and, you know, folks that, it is time, and, and, you know, for those that didn't catch it last year, um, there's some nasty things going on with wood ticks, and and, yeah. and I am a, a, a big fan of, you know, like, the permethrin that you spray on your shoes and on your, your clothes, and and tick check, too. And I, I talk about this, you know, all summer long, but it, it is so important to, to be checking every night so that, that whatever got on you during the day, you're catching before it has a chance to do a whole lot of damage. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, if you've got a dog that likes to cuddle up with you on the oh, couch, yeah. you know, that's that's another thing. So um, before you go to bed and, you know, in the shower this morning, I reach up in the middle of my back and no. I was like, oh, what's that? You know, the mole. But, it, no, it was a scab. I, <laughs> trying to trying to sneak into something, but it's like, okay, I can't quite reach it. I can't see it very good, so I, I had to go downstairs and say, "Hey, what is this?" And it's, it's that proactive stuff that that hopefully stops Lyme's disease, yeah. and the abiosis, and all the other things that go along with it. And because I'm not going to quit going outside, I'm not going to quit having fun out there, and. and and so you you just got to make sure that you're careful. Well, I'll have to say I've had both of those things uh, <laughs> um, from yeah. ticks, and Doc found it right away. That tick was uh, the wrong color for him, and uh, we did a little test, and yes, I had the virus in my body, bunch of medicine, it went away, I never got sick. But uh, yeah, it happened so quickly, so quickly. Yep, yep, yep. So it's good to do, but it... It's, you know, above and beyond that, it's 
like you say, the rain gear, the rubber boots, but then the sun comes out. I just came from the <laughs> from the uh, dermatologist you oh, know, doing that whole yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, we meet there every so often. Well, I'll see you this summer. Yep. Yeah, and and so it's it's like the sun protective stuff. The you know the the shirts, the the long sleeve shirts, the hats, and and you know so many of us take it for granted, and so many of us grew up when there was no sunscreen or anything. But but being able to be outdoors and and have fun and have a nice long life without getting all cut up, it's it's good to be sun aware and protecting for that. So you know that's another thing that we got at Northwest Outlet. Lots of protection. Well, that is yeah. great. Um, yeah. You must go to that uh, dermatologist twice a year then? Yep, yep, I do. And uh, every year there's some little thing, but fortunately it's always been little things. Yeah. And I, I think that's like going to the dentist and getting your teeth clean, you know, being proactive and preventative of mm-hmm. stuff. But, gosh, it's hard to get appointments with those folks too. So, um, so yeah, that that's that's good. But... But besides that, at Northwest Outlet, it's like the camping gear. We're really getting ramped up for that. All of the the, the summer, spring, the fleece, the the shirts, the colors, the, the zip off pants, the the sandals, the hiking shoes, all of those things that that go on getting outdoors. And and I, like Brian with all the truck toppers and accessories over there, he's been been really hopping. We are. We are really looking forward to springtime and summertime coming on and, and getting outside and having fun. Having fun. That's great. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet? We are open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday, 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sundays. And, folks, get outside, rake those leaves, get the Carhartt gloves to rake the leaves with. But, anyhow, thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Rick Jordan. Oh, sweet speed. You got it. Boy, you're really pulling them out today. <laughs> Little Tommy Rowe this morning. Whatever happened to Tommy Rowe? Uh, he's still rowing, I believe. I think he's the same guy that does dirty jobs. <laughs> no, that's a different rowing. Oh, it's spelled differently. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. We've got the king of the sporting goods ah. department today, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, this is the time of year we're switching over to fishing, but, man, the impetus is just not there. <laughs> That's called ice, right? Yeah, we still <laughs> we got some uh, uh, minnows back in here this week, and you know what? There's still people, people were pretty happy because they're still going out ice fishing. Where are ice on the ice? Yeah, oh. there's people going, and you got to be careful because, you know, Depending on you, better know your lake and and where you're going because you know uh, there's some lakes that are opening up now, so uh, you got to be careful at that. But yeah, there there's uh, people doing it. So there's enough shoreline creep in some lakes where you could cast from shore. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and you know what? I'm happy to see that because uh, I, I really uh, want to get this ice off these lakes and let's. Uh, get into some open water fishing i think that'd be uh it'd be nice yes it would be um there is some fishing going on though you know uh in the rivers uh some steelhead action on the north shore and in the brule uh one of my guys uh the other day was over at the brule there he did pretty well good good i had heard that there was a a tough path to get down to the to the fishing areas but uh, i'll bet they've worn that pretty good now 
Yeah, he said there was a couple spots where they had to go through some snow where the sun isn't. But uh, for the most part, he said, yeah, it was uh, it was decent muddy trails. And mm. but he said the water was really high, uh, you know. But they they caught a bunch of fish and uh, they really uh, you know had a good day. So and I heard the North Shore. Um, you know, there's a few fish. It's it's just kind of starting up here, which is a little late. But uh, there is a few fish in the North Shore streams also. Matt King is with us from Fisherman's Corner, Pike Lake. A uh, long way from you is the Lester River, which is one of the first rivers that uh, should have uh, have those little silvery fish swimming up there. Have you seen any of that? I have not heard of any smelt yet. Um, you know, and I haven't talked to anyone who's been down on uh, the beach either. Um, that should be starting here though. You're right. Pretty soon. Uh, but you know, we're just so, we're, we're just a little behind. Yeah. Everything's everything's a little cockeyed. Yeah, it is. And, uh, so I think, you know, it's all based on that water temperature and stuff. And, uh, we'll get, uh, you know, eventually here, I think there's been some people calling us and asking, Mm -hmm. but we we haven't really gotten any reports yet, um, and uh, we've sold a few uh, nets and things, you know, and uh, sayings and stuff, but uh, just kind of, it's kind of in limbo right now. When you were a kid, your dad probably had to uh, man the uh, the smelt tent out at the Lester River. I think that was a Lester... Lester Park. Lester Park, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was telling that story the other night uh, after the baseball game. Uh, <laughs> uh, we went out with some people to have a burger, and uh, I was telling that story the other night. That's how Lester Park used to fund their hockey was uh, the smelt fry tent uh, yep. right down at the Lester River, and yep. uh, that was a big tradition. Sure was. Walt Lettingham and I worked, and Tom Lagergren, one night from midnight to 4 in the morning. And sure. man, was that busy! There are all kinds of people from Twin Cities, from Western Minnesota, and the the uh, the netting was awesome for the smelt that time. Yeah, and if you looked at, uh, I think it was what uh, I think the News Tribune had like uh, a news clip from like 1980 or something, and showed all oh. the people there out in front. And I mean, it, yeah. you're talking hundreds of people. Yeah, um, that was a big to do. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of smelt back then too, and uh, you know it was yeah, it was quite a quite a, a deal. And yep, they uh, I, my parents had to work that uh, for many years. Oh, maybe I met your dad. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Well, where are the smelt now? What do they do? They go deeper. They go to Michigan. What? I, I think <laughs> it's just uh, you know you get more fish. Uh, there's more lake trout in the lake now than than there used to be, and it probably, uh, you know, affects the bait fish a little bit there. Um, you know, and then there's there's also the herring population is pretty good, and I don't know mm. if that, you know, that uh, they fight for each other too. I don't know the answer to that, but, uh, you know, I think just you got more lake trout in the lake. You know, there was back in the 70s there, there wasn't a lot of lake trout there yeah, for a yeah, while. Yeah. And now... Uh, you know, then the lake trout population came back, and and uh, I think that's probably the the answer there. Uh, you still see, though, uh, you know, quite a few bait balls out there off of Park Point when you're fishing and stuff in the spring there in May. Yeah, you know, that's what I heard. Uh, and a lot of the fish, you'll pull them up uh, catching fish there, and they're they got smelt in their mouth when you catch them. So, I mean, there's smelt around. It's just not, yeah, it's nothing like it used to be. But I I would say that's 
because of the fish population in the lake. Matt, we got one minute for you to tell about some real good deals at Fisherman's Corner. Yeah, uh, we're, this week we're running uh, some ammo, uh, 40 and 45 uh, auto ammo on sale. Uh, you know, we got quite a su- supply of that, so come on up and check that out and watch our weekly ammo specials. We're running that weekly, and then uh, take a look. Watch uh, for Monday here. We'll be putting out some uh, open water fishing specials, and I still got my St. Croix deal going on. Uh, you get a $30 in-store credit or a $50 in-store credit towards a firearm with any St. Croix purchase. So um, come on up and check that out. we got a huge supply of St. Croix rods. So um, come on up and check it out. Good job. Thank you. Matt Thank King, you. Fisherman's Corner. See you later. Keep a tight line. My lake, we don't even have shoreline creep yet on Secret Lake. Amazing. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, there's a flood watch in effect through Sunday evening. Rain is likely today. Chance of rain tonight. Ah. Rain in the morning tomorrow, ah. then rain likely in the afternoon. Sunday, a chance of snow in the morning, and then rain likely. Here's Highs in the middle 40s. For me. I'm going to roll this up and hit you with it. Duck. So I'm not, oh, ooh, you got the microphone. I'm sorry. So I'm not sure if uh, you know there's ice is going to be there next week or not. My guess is we're going to get 50 or so later in the week, right? <laughs> I believe it is finally going to warm up a little bit that later. That should be week. interesting. All right. All right. Thanks, Dave. See you later, folks.